This is Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State, a podcast about exploring the hidden gems right in your own backyard. Hey everyone, welcome to Not Your Average Bucket List by Only In Your State. We are here today to talk about Covington, Louisiana. But before we dive in on this very charming historical place, I wanted to see if you, Sarah, have any personal stories or experiences in the state of Louisiana that you'd like to share. I will say, unfortunately, no. My best friend growing up, she was from Louisiana, moved there for ages. I always heard about her stories, but no, I've never been, and I would really, really love to go. It is, just seems like such a charming, cool state in a lot of ways. Uh, how about you? Um, yeah, I've been a couple times to New Orleans. Actually, just this past year, I was in New Orleans for my sister's 40th birthday, and um, New Orleans is is one of those places where once you go to Bourbon Street the first time, I feel like me personally, I feel like I don't ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I went to New Orleans during Mardi Gras, maybe like 10 oh, years ago. Wow. That's intense. <laughs> right. Very much so. And uh, so at least the fun part about going back to New Orleans as an adult this past year was we we pretty much stayed away from Bourbon Street and we did mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, the I guess non-touristy, non-alcohol fueled things, which was yes. uh yeah. very fun because New Orleans like it's really Louisiana in general, it's a really great state for history, for mm-hmm. um charm. Mm-hmm. And people are from my experience, people are very friendly and there's so much to do uh, outside of just the major cities. Um, and it, it really was a beautiful place. And I feel like I didn't even scratch the surface on on visiting when I did. I think that um, what is appealing for Louisiana, and especially Covington, New Orleans, and areas, anything in that area, is that it's such a, a cross, like crossroads of intersectionality of so many people from history. So you have, you know, indigenous, French, Spanish, um, you know, Creole, Haitian, like all so many people who are have moved to New Orleans. So I think that gives it such a vibrant, cool culture. And not mm-hmm. only that, there's so many like cool history tours. Architecture is amazing. Um, I would love to go. I, I really, I really hate that I haven't gone yet, but it, I think it'd be a really, uh, it's, it's on my list. That Covington yeah. and New Orleans is definitely on my list. Yeah, I could see you really enjoying New Orleans if you go during uh, your favorite time of year and you just <laughs> go and you do a bunch of ghost tours and like yes. they have so many. We did this very, very, uh, <laughs> I don't know why we did it. It was just a very dark adults only uh, walking tour about famous murders throughout oh throughout New Orleans and it was really fascinating but very very eerie. That's cool. Uh, uh, wasn't um is the Axe Man from New Orleans? Uh, um yes, I think yes, I think you're right. I want to say yes. I would love a tour. Honestly, that was on my list to research for Covington. But I realize I'm like, well, look, it's so close to New Orleans. I feel like if you're going down for like seeing these incredible ghost tours, you'd almost just want to pop over and, and go to New Orleans. Um, yeah. Not to say that Covington doesn't have that history, but it's interesting. 
Yeah, it's it's just a bit darker. I feel like in New Orleans, yeah. there's definitely a, a lot definitely going a dark on. side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it is cool that Covington, Louisiana, is a very quick drive. Um, mm-hmm. You're you're basically what about forty five minutes, fifty minutes from New Orleans, and yeah, and also um, uh, an hour from what was it, Bay St. Louis, like yeah. on the eastern side. So yeah, there's pretty good location yeah so i when i uh, i was just curious so i decided to map quest it to see you know just what the drive would be and basically you're driving over the lake Pontchartrain causeway which mm-hmm. is like you're just going over this giant body of water to get from covington to new orleans and i think that, that I, would be such a cool drive i noticed that whenever i was looking at the map i'm like wait a second is that is that really just a road that goes straight over the lake and yes <laughs> Yeah, no. yeah, same. I had to zoom in because I was like, I, I don't know why they're taking me across this lake. But <laughs> by the yeah. way, can let me just say how it touches my heart that you said MapQuest. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> I don't yep. know why that's just my like default. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, that's kind of what we grew up with. It's like, oh, yeah, you got a map. 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. MapQuested and printed out. You couldn't yeah. just like have it on your phone. No way. What phone? Uh, yeah, right. Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So <laughs> while I was researching Covington, I was laughing a lot because I just felt like, um, you know, you want to talk about mispronunciations as we have oh, been God. all season long. <laughs> but man, Louisiana is tough. And yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there are some that I think are going to be like French pronunciations, but they're not. <laughs> Right. So, you know, right. I I googled more um more pr- how to pronounce pronounce videos than I have for any other. Which <laughs> I should just do that every time. Just set aside fifteen minutes from like looking up every single name for each town we cover. Yeah, right. I just have yeah. To. I, yeah. So there were at least I was looking just at geographical information, and so I was like, okay, Covington. I'm gonna butcher these, but here we go. Covington is located at the fork of the Bogue-Falaya and the Chafunct River. I want to say it's Bogue-Falaya. Okay. That's what I was take saying yeah. in my head. That's great. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> um, Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, just a couple. And then like Falaya. Falaya I was like, okay. The Ch- Chafunct. I mean, it could go Either way, the Chefunct River starts with a T. So who would have guessed that? Yeah. Yeah. But very cool that it, it's at least um, near a body of water, which I, I do kind of feel like is a running theme for all these small towns in our in this season. Yeah. I mean, and I think we've talked about this before, but like how um, industry and, you know, cultures surround themselves by, you know, bodies of water because they needed to survive and that's how you you know um ship things to new orleans is because you at you're at the convergence of three rivers and you know so it makes it a really desirable place to go and it makes a lot of sense um yeah but also uh i i do think that the town's history in terms of yeah yes it's very cool that it's on the river like all of these so many other small towns that we featured um but i will say I don't know if any of the other small towns did this 
in their initial city planning, but my God, do I love the square system of the blocks. Like mm, those original yes. ox lots. I love that. Um, it reminds me of, I feel like Madrid's like that. Whenever you fly over the city, you just see mm. all squares, so many squares. They just planned yeah. it out. I love it. Yeah. And it, it did, um, you know, make sense for what they were doing back in early 1800s when the town was first laid out. They wanted it to be a grid pattern for uh, with free parking areas, as you said, called ox lots, where the boaters came down to trade goods from Covington to New Orleans. And because of the location, it was at the convergence of three rivers. It really was the go-to spot for tradesmen to uh, park their oxen in these squares and then, like, you know, hawk their goods, which essentially is, like, kind of what Covington is known for is uh, bovine, which, you know, like, I bet you didn't expect me to say that, but. Right. (laughs) And I love the literal, yes, oxlots. This is where we park our oxen. (laughs) Yes. So, uh. What I was wondering, in in my research of like the early days of Covington, I saw that the town was originally named Wharton after John Wharton Collins. Is that correct? Um, Yes. And then they changed it to Covington. But I saw one overarching theory that, oh, it was after the General Covington, uh, you know, a hero of the War of 1812. But I saw these other strange theories like, no, no, no. The town was named in honor of bluegrass whiskey that was made in Covington, Kentucky. I'm like, what? Really? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I would assume that that's just like, you know, like gossip, not really the truth. But I do, what yeah. did you find in your research? I found the same exact thing. I, and it was interesting because I do love a good, uh, you know, like hypothetical theory, urban legend Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, you think that there's some historical context in terms of honoring a general, but really it's just people loved whiskey. And uh, yeah, like I love a good a good story like that. I mean, absolutely. Like, oh, the cow kicked over the lantern and that's why the city caught fire. But (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, that that makes a lot a lot of sense. Um, And then I think the other thing that I really enjoyed about the history of Covington is so the the water, the waterways and the railroad really helped the, build the town to what it is today. But now, like much of the other small towns that we've covered, the railroad has been converted to the Tammany Trace, which is that path for hikers and bicyclists, which I think is so cool. Yes, I agree. I found the fact that Covington is such a walkable, bikeable place, and really they, they – emphasize biking they have like a ton Mm -hmm. of shops within town that they're like yeah rent some bikes go hit that tammany well tammany (laughs) trail um which i think i read was uh, like over 30 miles Mm -hmm. um and just like yeah i mean it you don't need to have a car you can walk but it's pretty much the first town i feel like we've covered that really is enthusiastic about biking yeah, and honestly, that surprises me since we covered some West Coast towns, and this is the one where you see people with the cruisers and, like you said, so many shops that are renting out bikes. Um, I love that so much. I would, if I could, just walk and bike around town. I would. That would be my yeah. preferred mode of transportation. Yeah, me too, definitely. I think um, because Covington just has this. Um, you don't really see 
too many bikes, I would say, I guess for me, I didn't see too many in New Orleans. It's mostly a lot of people on foot. Um, they have the, the trolleys that go around too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess because Covington similar to New Orleans, but just much, much smaller scale, they don't have as much traffic. So you're able to bike around and have it be a safe experience. Yeah. And it really is less, um, populated in New Orleans. And although there are tourists there, nothing like, uh, I assume nothing like New Orleans. Um, so yeah, you have the, the freedom to, to bike and you're not trying to make your way through crowds of inebriated people. Right. <laughs> yes, correct. Um, also, I just like that it's a very, it's just pe- people say it's a very quiet town. They mm-hmm. say they love that it's quiet. It's quaint. You have a ton of culture, um, you know, art galleries, museums, hiking trails, breweries, restaurants. And it's just all on like a, a much smaller scale than New Orleans, which to me, I feel like is, would definitely be my preference in terms of traveling to a new place. Yeah. I I mean, there's some part of my brain that makes me think that I want to live in some sort of like small Southern town like this, just because being raised in the Midwest around a lot of new construction and um, farms and really strip mall hell in a lot of ways. (laughs) Amazing to see a town that has history, these old buildings and, it's just it's just so different, and it's I've I've just really romanticized it in my brain, like somewhere like Covington. I know I say this all the time, but I feel like I I would love to move there. I mean, yeah. I'm a baby when it comes to uh, humidity and the summer, so I don't know if I'd survive. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I would assume just being near the swamps and near water, it would probably be very humid. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, I wonder. I'm curious as to when would be the best time of year to visit because mm-hmm. I really couldn't find a bad time of year. I feel like everything that that I came across and people were talking about that you can go any time of year and there's not only always something to do in terms of events, yeah. but weather-wise, it didn't seem like it was, uh, you know, like avoid Covington in July. Nobody was saying anything like that. Right. Um, I mean, it probably depends on, you know, someone's personal preference. But whenever I was looking at um, average temperatures, it does seem like June, July, August, maybe September, you are going to get pretty muggy, but it's mm. not unreasonable. Um, yeah. I, I also feel like it's it's the kind of thing, like, if you're traveling in the South, you just have to expect it and prepare. Because even if I go to, right. you know, Northern Carolinas, it's still humid. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. I do think people just especially that are Covington residents or maybe born in, you know, Louisiana in general, they probably have accepted that it's going to sweat during the summer and it's going to be super hot. Uh, Maybe you get used to it. I mean, I'm curious about older southern towns and the prevalence of ac because in these older Mm. buildings like were they built to have central air do they have wall units how is that handled compared to other cities yeah that's a good point because i i actually have that same exact question um in louisiana because when we were looking for places to stay it wasn't they a lot of places did not have central air um and we went in july my sister's birthday was in july So, yeah, we were there and it was hot. Don't get me wrong, especially if you're in the sun. But 
I feel like as long as we were walking the streets and the side streets and as long as you're kind of behind a building, everything was fine. You're still going to sweat and it's, you're still going to yeah. be, you know, kind of gross, but um, <laughs> it, it wasn't terrible. But maybe I say that because coming from Florida, it's, you know. Yeah, I feel like you are just prepared for that and you right. enjoy saunas and being hot. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's perfect for you, but I'd be inside dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, so, okay, so July and August are off of the table for you. What mm-hmm. would you say is the best time of year to visit Covington? Well, I'm going to make myself a liar um, because <laughs> I did see that some of the festivals that they have all year round, the one I wanted to go to the most was, well, two of them, either um, A Taste of Covington, which is the Food and Wine Festival held in June this year, or Ooh. the chilling on the river, which I don't think they announced the um, date for this year, but I, I thought I saw October to maybe even September. So I might just have to deal okay. with it. <laughs> right. Well, it's interesting because I did I did also find two other festivals over the summer. Um, the Tammany Taste of Summer mm, and mm-hmm. the Kokomo Stroll, which is in July, which is like a giant beach block party in Covington. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so maybe maybe summer is the time to go. I mean, there is a lot of there's a lot of water sports, especially with the proximity to the lake, like paddleboarding, kayaking. Um, just you know, put your hair up, make sure you have water. You know, yes, do the things yeah. you need to do. Right. I did also see there's uh, the Bluesberry Festival is uh, in October. There was a mm-hmm. nearby Madisonville Wooden Boat Festival mm-hmm. and the Covington Three Rivers Art Festival, which were all annual events. That one was very interesting to me as well. And I think that's uh, every fall, but there's really no end of the events this, you know, for um, Covington, which is amazing. I do feel like for, you know, a place that has uh, 10,000, 11,000 residents, they have a, a nice selection of events going they on. They really do. All year long. I will say, too, that the um, organization of, for, for such a small area, but the organization of the, um, I guess it's like the Louisiana North Shore and St. Tammany Parish, their website, oh my goodness, like for, for Covington, for some of the, like Sedell and I think it's how I say it, some of the nearby towns, they just had everything listed, all the festivals, you know, all the dates. So that was amazing. And like you said, it's not a overly populated area. So they do a really good job organizing, planning and getting people to this awesome, awesome spot. Yeah. Agreed. So, okay, we are about to dive into a perfect day. I had a lot of fun with this one because there were a lot of surprises along the way, I feel Mm -hmm. like, in terms of Covington does not have uh, a lot of big box places. Right. And to me, that's the most exciting because you're you're literally trying something or doing something that you can't find anywhere else, which makes – traveling to a small town so exciting in, mm-hmm. in my yeah and like um I think I feel like you mentioned in the first episode uh if everything that you do feels like it's a local recommendation 
which mm. is the coolest feeling. Definitely. Yes. So with that said, tell us about your perfect day in Covington, Louisiana. Oh, gosh. Uh, so as we discussed, I think I would go in in the summer. Um, and given that, although if I could, I would love to bike on the Tammany Trace and go paddle boarding. But mm. just being reasonable, I don't think I'm going to be able to. But we'll see. That's It's on my, <laughs> you know, my secondary list. Um, I was looking at the hotels and I was between the Blue Willow B&B and the Southern Hotel. And they're both centrally located in Covington near the Historic District. But I leaned towards the Southern Hotel for the amenities. Um, both seem amazing. And I'd start my day by, you know, getting breakfast and coffee. I was going to go to Abita Roasting, but then I saw Cured on Columbia. I mean, all, all of the coffee places, even uh, Coffee Rainy, are very cute. And I think I would have enjoyed all of them. But I love Cured's look and their menu. And it just seems really cool. Um, hmm. And then I'd also go to, after breakfast, go to the Abita Brewery for a guided tour, which is only like 30 minutes and do tasting. Because... I feel like Abita is just one of those beers I'm actually familiar with. So, um, yeah. uh, so, and I didn't realize it was from this area. So I would love to, to check it out. Um, and then because I am an animal lover, I wanted to head out to the, well, also a pun lover to the instigator ranch and hatchery, uh, <laughs> because I just, I don't know much about alligators or why they would even have a hatchery. So I just thought it was really fascinating. I'd love to learn more. Um, and that's something I obviously can't do in Ohio. And then go back for lunch at Lola, which looks fancy and incredible. And mm. then it's just a, a bunch of wandering through the historic district. Um, window shopping, going to the uh, the general store, swinging by the art association, looking at galleries. Just kind of really taking it all in and wandering. Mm. Um, during my wandering, I would want to go over to the... Coventine location of Cafe du Monde, which is a little bit outside of the historic district. But I mean, if I'm going to get beignets and coffee, I feel like I should just do that. Um, Definitely. I, I'm assuming it's very similar to the New Orleans location, but either way, a bunch of, you know, pastries and sugar sounds amazing. Um, I think this is the original, actually. I think I read is that. Is it really? To, no way. I, yeah. I, that's, uh, I want to say that's what I, I saw. It's the original location. That's awesome. Okay, well, then I'm definitely yeah. going. Yeah. Um, and then I really do want to go to the the food festival, the food and wine festival in June. But if I didn't, I'd probably go to somewhere like the Marcello's Wine Bar, wander through town some more, and then go to the Cypress Bar at the hotel. And I think that's that. Cool. Very nice. Mm -hmm. um, I did also see that uh, Instigator farm <laughs> and uh yeah. wow that looks intense yeah so how about you it was a lot of fun planning this one because i feel like uh you know a lot of these places and a lot of these stops you really can personalize your very own itinerary in covington and have a fun-filled day um, because I do feel like there's so much to mm -hmm. do versus some states we've already talked about that you and I have a lot of things that we're sharing doing because it's just not that rich in terms of attractions. But I feel like Covington offers that where we can have right. kind of like a varied itinerary, which is cool. So yeah, so I definitely am going to rent a bike for sure. 
um, if not to hit the bike path and just to bike around town. So I saw Brooks Bike Shop. They offer rentals. So just snagging a rental first thing in the morning. Um, that The general store you mentioned, H.J. Smith & Sons, um, it just looks cool. I love old general stores, mm-hmm. old stores, you know, that just kind of take that period of time and encapsulate it, uh, which is so neat. So open mm-hmm. since 1876. They have hundreds of items inside dating back to the 1870s. So, um, yeah. Also, oh, wow. just beyond just being a general store, that they have historic farming tools, um, a cast iron casket, a hand-operating uh, operated washing machine, a gas pump from the 1920s. So it's kind of like... That's really cool. Yeah, like just taking a trip back in time to the area. Um, and then I would have lunch at Bear's Restaurant, which counter-serve casual uh, po' boys. And Very yeah, nice. I'm a huge sandwich fan. It's one of my most favorite foods because it's so versatile. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. and then, uh, the English tea room and eatery, they offer a high tea, which apparently is a huge draw for people. Yeah. I saw that. That is so cute. Yeah. So some people dress up, you just go have your finger foods and some tea and just kind of hang out and relax. I thought that would be a a fun experience. I do love tea. I mean, just give me a pile of those cucumber sandwiches and I'll go in the corner. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I was going to swing by the world's largest Ronald Reagan statue. Uh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> just, I just, what a, what an odd thing to have in your, in your small right. town. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I know you, you love huge statues of presidents. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would just swing by just because why not? You kind of have to. Um, yeah. And then uh, there's – I also have a Beta Brewery on there because I am familiar with them. I also just think it's – they have such a great variety of beers, and uh, I would love to take a tour. And mm-hmm. uh, in terms of staying somewhere, I was looking at the bed and breakfast, which they look they all look great. I decided to yeah. kind of just like peruse on Airbnb, and I found a lot of really great options. Um, so I think oh, I would nice. go Airbnb on this one. And I found a place called LaCroix Grand Landing, and it's in the heart of Covington. Just really cute, uh, Southern-inspired decor architecture. It has like a wraparound front porch with rocking chairs. And, oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that's that's where I would stay and end and the night. Very nice. So let me ask you this. I, I, I did research, and I have no idea. What it... <laughs> Why are so many places named Abita? What is the or- origin of the word that they're specifically using? I have no idea. I I thought it was a body of water in Louisiana. Um, was it okay. a river? Maybe is that what it could be? Let's see, Abita River. Yeah, nine point three mile oh, long it? river okay. in southeastern Louisiana. Oh, so maybe I was just going too deep into it because I was like, oh, so does it mean life or of life? Is it French or is it? So I think I was I was overthinking it. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's a tributary of the Bogue. Is that what we said? Bogue Falaya? Uh, Bogue? Bogue Falaya? Bogue Falaya. Yeah. So it's a tributary of that Abita River. I wonder, that would be interesting to see if uh, maybe that brewery at one point historically was like 
you know, using some sort of river power. I don't know. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to, yeah. to look up. But yeah. So, uh, what what are your final thoughts about Covington? Is this a place you would add to your list? Uh, how do you feel about Absolutely. it? Absolutely. I mean, I, it's pretty high up there. Not gonna lie. Um, it's just I feel like there's so much history and one of those southern cities that I just think you have to visit at some point mm. and not to say that you wouldn't want to you know just visit Covington but also you could go over to New Orleans say like the next week or something and make like a little trip of, out of all of it yeah so I, I definitely think I would I would stop and visit how about you yeah no absolutely I really would um I I just think it's in my opinion I feel like it's so similar to New Orleans just in terms of tree-lined streets, history, cottages, um, but you're just removing all of that uh, touristy, you know, alcohol-fueled yeah. mess, which, um, yeah, that, that would be my preference. I did see, too, that I think um, Covington is actually growing since after Hurricane Katrina, um, you know, kind of wrecked things. I feel like it was, I think it was, like, elevated, like, because of the lake, and it escaped the brunt of it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of wind damage, but people were relocating to Covington mm. just because there's like, you know, people had to leave New Orleans, leave their home. So um, going over to Covington was like an easy step. So it's been growing, I think, nice. in recent times. Very cool. Yeah. And also you just mm-hmm. can't beat the world's largest Ronald Reagan statue, right? Oh my gosh. You have to see it. That is number one <laughs> on my list now. <laughs> If you're ready to take on this adventure with us, exploring the best small town getaways across the United States, make sure to like and subscribe on whatever listening platform you use. Only in Your State is an award-winning travel publisher that uncovers hidden gems and local favorites across the U.S. We have a presence in all 50 states with a passionate following of fellow travelers looking to get out and explore. Head on over to OnlyInYourState.com to find the best attractions in your backyard and beyond.